Listeners, readers, welcome to this Fox page recommendation where in a tight five minutes, I will share with you why you might or might not want to read this book that I love. Today, we're talking about Annie Arnaud's Les Années, which is translated into English as The Years. This is a woman who has just won the Nobel Prize for Literature. She's a French writer. She actually grew up uh, and writes about the same part of the world as Flaubert. So those of you who want an update on what's happening in Madame Bovary's neighborhood, Annie Ernaux is the woman to read. So why do I think you should read this book? I'll tell you what, I really think you should read Annie Ernaux. The question is whether or not you read what is known to be her masterpiece, Les Années, or whether you pick another one of her books. If you like her writing, I would absolutely suggest that you read Les Années. My issue with Les Années is that it's kind of a compendium of French culture, and there are a lot of references that you might miss if you are not, in fact, French, and you have not lived for the last 80 years. So on some level, it's a little bit tricky, and it's a little more, um, it's a little more opaque for American readers, I think, than some of her other work. On the other hand, I did this thing where I was like, oh, I'm just gonna skim, just gonna skim through some of this stuff where it starts to feel like I don't know who this pop star is. And I couldn't do it. I couldn't skim. It's the prose is so engaging. So right now I'm arguing against the argument I just proposed, which is that even if you don't know all of this French stuff, you really might love this book. I will say, that this novel has all the same incredibly limpid, incredibly uh, clear, incredibly forceful prose that Annie Ernaux is known for. The Nobel Prize gave her the prize for her clinical acuity in terms of how she approaches the work, and I think that's a very apt description. She talks about huge issues like um, marital infidelity, having an abortion, a mother with dementia, what it's like to grow up as a young woman in a country that is still trying to figure out what to do with women. Um, she, she tackles these very, very large issues with prose that is so clear and so sort of stately and so forceful. One other recommendation for these books is that they're all pretty short. They're all pretty slim. It's a pretty slim little catalog here, which I think is very satisfying. I mean, you can zip through these guys just like, like nobody's business. I will also tell you that if you are a person who has any French, these are a great way to read French because unlike Flaubert, even though they're from the same neighborhood, unlike Flaubert, Annie Ernaux is not trying to tell you all of the details about the curtains and what sort of lace and what sort of carriage people are driving around in, A, because no one's driving around in carriages anymore, but Annie Ernaux's work is much more stripped down and much more, again, that clinical acuity. It's much clearer. So if you are someone who's interested in a short little book that really is going to reveal a lot about family relationships and about parents and about sense of place and about um, being someone from the lower middle classes and wanting to be educated at a time when that was not exactly the way that it was going to go for a small town girl in the north of France, Annie Ernaux is your woman. And even after I just said all of that stuff about uh, how you might not want to read the years because of its specificity and because of all of the cultural references, I'm going to just move right against that piece of advice 
and let you know that, that uh, if these sentences that I'm about to read appeal to you at all, that you should just dive right on in. And when I say it's a longer book, it's not, uh, I don't know if I actually said that. It is longer. It's longer than some of her other work. It's 200, what is this, 233 pages, 231 pages in this uh, English translation copy that I have here. And it's um, a very terse and a very tight uh, 231 pages, and yet it spans from her childhood all the way through her maturity. So, as always, I'm going to read you the first sentence because that's often how I tell. You should see me in the bookstore. I just go zipping right through because if the first sentence doesn't pass this kind of internal test that I have, uh, I have a very hard time continuing with the book. So this is, a, uh, this is a book that I think really delivers and really indicates with its first couple of sentences exactly the magic and, and perhaps some of the uh, shortcomings of what you would expect. Here's the first page. All the images will disappear. The woman who squatted to urinate in broad daylight behind the shack that served coffee at the edge of the ruins in Yvto after the war, who stood Skirts lifted to pull up her underwear and then returned to the cafe. The tearful face of Alida Valley as she danced with George Wilson in the film The Long Absence. The man passed on a Padua sidewalk in the summer of 1990, his hands tied at the shoulders, instantly summoning the memory of thalidomide. So here you have a sense that that stunning first sentence, all the images will disappear is then, which is just, it's, it's uncanny, it's really, um, it's, it's haunting and, and interesting and, and I think really intriguing. And then she gives us a few snapshots. Eventually the uh, author herself comes a bit into view, but it's very much a, a portrait, just like James uh, Joyce's Dubliners. It's a portrait of, of a much larger group. It's a portrait of a large community, if not an entire nation. Then I want to read, as always, one other sentence, just to give you a, a, a little sneak peek as to what you might get. And this, um, I think, does speak a bit to Annie Erno and her amazing ability to really tackle any kind of uh, any kind of issue and, and speak with a with a clarity and a surety that that are really impressive. This is on page one hundred four. The discourse of pleasure reigned supreme. You had to feel pleasure while reading, writing, taking a bath, defecating. It was the alpha and the omega of human activities. We reflected on our lives as women. We realized that we'd missed our share of freedom, sexual, creative, or any other kind enjoyed by men. That gives you a good sense too of the essayistic kind of feel of this book. So I don't know if I've been saying novel this whole time. It is not a novel. I love the fact that um, it's very French in the sense that it, it defies categorization. There's a lot about Erno in here, but it's it's this incredible and and I think enticing combination of essay together with autobiography, together with memoir, together with uh, with social treatise. So I cannot recommend this book highly enough, unless you think that you should perhaps read one of her other works. Okay, happy reading.